guys, it is Gerardo, your boy Gerardo, and this is the Catch Up Game Podcast, episode number two. And if you didn't nice. already know, it is a game news podcast where we catch up with the game news and catch up with each other. And you can find the latest episodes every other Monday. Sometimes every Monday, but I haven't gotten to be consistent that consistent yet. But it'll be on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And joining me this week, it is once again Jerry. What's going on, Jerry? What's going on, man? Good to be here. How, how's this heat treating you? It's uh, not very comfortable. It's pretty hot. Man. Roasted, <laughs> toasty. Roasted and toasted. Yeah, exactly. Oh man! And if you're listening to this on the day it posts, it is Monday, July sixth, which is National Fried Chicken Day. Do you have a preferred fried chicken spot? Um. I don't have a preferred fried chicken spot. I mean, I always like to try it in true KFC. Yes, yes, of uh, course. I've never tried... I've tried... I mean, see, I've... I've fried chicken I've tried in my life. Let's see. KFC, Church's, Popeye. I, I have, actually have not tried Popeye's. Popeye's was good. Uh, the first time I had it, it wasn't the ideal condition, so I bought a... I got the sandwich, forgot about it, and I ate it like a day later. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was not... So the second time I had it, oh, it was much better. It was much better. So it was pretty good. It's quality-wise, I think. Um, what's their what's it called? Oh, uh, Chick Fil A is is a li- feels Chick-fil-A. a little bit healthier, but right, right. who knows what's going on with them? So like, let's stick with Popeyes for a while. Uh, okay. And then underrated, I think it's Church's Chicken. Is Church's is pretty good, man. I I haven't had Church's in a long time, but I remember when I did eat it, it was really good. Oh man, uh, how about uh, Buffalo Wing places? Buffalo Wing, oh Buffalo Wild Wings, um, pretty pretty good. Um, have you ever been to Dirty Birds? I've never been to Dirty Birds. I've been to I've been to Crack Shack. I've never been to Crack Shack. I always heard of it. In Crack Shack is really good. Like the, actually, the chicken sandwich from there, super oh. good, super oh. super good. I'll have to swing by uh, sometime. Yeah, one time you have to try try get something from there. Oh, and then the and then there's Roscoe's. I forgot about Roscoe's. Their chicken oh, was pretty my good. Oh God! Yeah, and I love that place. Uh, obviously, it's gonna be a while until I get to go back there. But oh yeah. I, I do love me some Roscoe's. I mean, for me, what the go to was always when we were coming back from conventions. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. who knows when that'll be happening, any, uh, yeah. happening again. 2021. We'll see. Uh-huh. Shooting for next year. And the other holiday, the big holiday, is Air Conditioning Appreciation Days, which just happens from July 3rd to August 15th. Oh, man. I would try air conditioning. <sighs> I do appreciate whenever, whenever I'm in a place that has air conditioning. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, man. man. I, I really wish I had it. But Have you guys thinking about installing one eventually, or...? Uh, man, you know, eventually, but it can get pretty expensive, so. Mm. One time we made kind of like a, <clears throat> it was like this, uh, weirdly put together one from YouTube where it's just like a styrofoam box, fill it with ice, and then you oh, put a ice? fan yeah. on top and you uh-huh. put like a, a hole on the side of the port and it pushes, it cools out there a little bit. Uh-huh. It work, it kind of works. I'd say give it, give it a try sometime. I'm going to have to give it a try. The makeshift the the, the poor man's uh, <laughs> AC air conditioner AC. If there was an easier way for me to bring it from work, we have dry ice at work. Uh, imagine just with that, it'd be freezing. Oh. But that stuff is dangerous if it's uh, not well ventilated; it can't explode. Right, right, right. So stay away from dry. So yeah, that's what's going on right now. Um, well, we're gonna play another mini game like we did last time. Uh, so it's just we're just gonna do the million, million dollars, but so I'm gonna give you the premises. I'll give you two situations where you'll be giving a million dollars, but it has. A side effect, a twist to it. A twist to it. Okay, okay I remember. All right. So the the first one is, you'll be given a million dollars, but Danny DeVito farts on your food. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. A million dollars or Danny DeVito farts on your food? Yeah. So if you accept the money, every every meal you have, uh, Danny DeVito will show up and he'll just fart on your food. Dry fart? Are we talking like like spray fart? I don't like know. Man. Spray fart. 
It's it's uh, wherever he's coming from. I don't know if he just had like a big meal or a small oh, meal. Oh man! Depends what he had uh, to eat that day. I would I would not take. <laughs> I would not take. I'm sorry. I would not take that deal. <laughs> All right. So no million dollars. Okay. No 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 million dollars. No, not for a million dollars. No. So that's your limit right there. Was Dan DeVito farting on your on your meal right there? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> okay. And then the next one is not as uh not as gross. Every time. Okay. A million dollars. But every time you hear you say or you hear someone else say thank you, Grimace from McDonald's tackles you. So you, oh. you're in line and someone suddenly happens like, oh, thank you. And you just hear footsteps from behind you and he just tackles, it, <laughs> tackles you to the ground. Again, I would have to say no because I just don't feel like being like <laughs> constantly tackled. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hard deal to accept. I mean, like I said, you're going to be eating, <laughs> eating it every time you hear somebody be thankful or whatever especially around thanksgiving that'd be the worst time <laughs> to have to, that'd just be the worst all right and that's mini game so we'll see next time uh what the, what the situation will be and uh so what have you been playing lately what's uh what's been on your uh, uh oh man this is gonna on be, your hands. Uh, um i've only been playing one thing lately and it's it's I'm playing it constantly, consistently. Actually, no, I've been playing two things. Okay. All right, what is it? Animal Crossing, I'm still playing. I'm mm-hmm. just checking in my, my island every now and then. What? Consistently. Consistently. Mm-hmm. Just when I just when I, I I thought I was out, pulled me right back <laughs> in. World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? World of Warcraft. Oh, again. Lord. My friend Ali, yeah. So, um, man, it's a lot's changed since I like really played. I think the last time I played was... Is it still familiar, or is it pretty different? Uh, it's different. Like, there's a, mechan- there's a lot of different mechanics to it now. Like, every uh, expansion, they added new mechanics. And um, I mean, the overall... Like, the general gameplay is there. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of new systems and stuff. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the last time I played was... Like, like that, I, that I really, really played was... When Mists of Pandaria came out, that was like one of the that was like the see. There's Vanilla Wow, and there's. Is that the one you went to buy at midnight when I was working at GameStop? Was something else was coming out, and you were there for an OWOW expansion? Uh, it might have been. I can't remember Pandaria or Cataclysm. because oh. Pandaria oh. came out in 2012. I was yeah, I was at GameStop. And, and then Cataclysm came out in 2010. Yeah, it could be either way. I was still I was there also. Actually, no, yeah. uh, in 2010. Because you came to the new, the last store I worked at, and I want to say I started working there either 11 or 12. So, yeah, it may have been that one. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. I think it was. I think it was that one. I think I do remember going to get Pandaria. Can't remember what else. Game. It was another big game, and you were there for for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I came out on, let's see. The date was September, Pandaria. September 25th, 2012. Oh. I have to look up later what else uh, came out that day. What else came out that day? Yeah. But yes, that's like the last time I played, so about eight years ago, mm. you know, and so I recently, me and my friend, um, so you and Alan, me and Alan, where he's yeah. just like, dude, like, let's play, so we played, and he's been playing it more than I had, like, um, kind of before I started again, he kind of got back into it a little earlier than I did. Was there but, something going on in the game that drew you guys back, or you just kind of randomly said, you know, let's no, jump in a while? it's just the, it's just the itch of just, like, you know, like, let's just play some World of Warcraft, and it's still... That game is, um, I don't know, man. It's it's <laughs> one of the most important games I've ever played. It's like it's, like, it's, like, so, it's your comfort food, pretty much, a video game. It is. It is. It's so good. So, so good. I love it. 
I don't know if I have like a comfort food type. I mean, the, the, I guess Call of Duty. I mean, that's the only one I usually veg out for a little uh-huh. while. Like when I can't figure out what to play, I'll just pop on Call of Duty for a little while. And right, right, right. <clears throat> yeah, I guess that's it for me. Um. Yeah. Something that will work after bring you back in the music, the the art style. Uh-huh. I like it a lot. But I mean, I, I do plan to branch out to play some other games soon. Like I do want to play. Uh, Ghost of Shushima. Two, yeah. two, two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, man. And then uh, I do eventually want to play Last of Us too, but right now I'm just playing World of Warcraft. Is hasn't hasn't been spoiled for you at all? Uh, I think something got spoiled for me, uh, and I, I kind of, but it was kind of something that I figured was going to happen. Hmm. But I now I just need to find. Yeah, I'll give you some spoiler-free it, you thoughts that, right now, but yeah, but by playing it, you can just tell, you know. Yeah. You just, uh, find the past of what happens like, yeah oh, i mean i'm really i mean i really okay uh I mean, or anything else you played or is that was that it uh that, that's it really yeah. that's all I'm yeah so yeah for me i've been playing last of us on and off since since launch um i'm not that far into the game i've been i have been taking my time a little bit <clears throat> looking for like collectibles and i didn't think i would i was just my original plan was just kind of just through mainline it just beeline it through the main story missions and but uh, right. yeah, little by little, like it's just I've been exploring stuff. There's little game things you'll find out here and there that'll give you kind of like I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's like you organically want to explore uh, the whole map <clears throat> to look for upgrades, to look for stuff to upgrade your weapons, and, uh, and they have kind of like this um, upgrade tree that so stuff you can uh, work on. You can work on like healing faster or, or uh, reloading faster, or having better hearing when you press uh-huh. L one to hear like uh, people around you. But no man, you know, the amount of detail in this game is just crazy. Like I've been finding myself just walking around and looking at <clears throat> trees and just and trying to interact with the world and just uh, just taking notice of everything, all the little things. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like it's intense too. It's hard to play in longer sessions. It gets intense. Yeah, I I, I mean I've seen like so I've seen gameplay like parts like when they showed just the gameplay. Yeah. And it was really hard to watch. I'm like, it's Dude, they're, and they're hard jump scares. It's like, not really like inten- intentional, like something pops out at you, just stuff that happens all of a sudden. You're like, oh shit. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've heard. But, you know, uh, I, I was kind of following with Andy, you know, yeah. from KF, and he's like a right. big bitch when it comes to the scary games, too. Like, that's what he says. He yeah. And he says it was not that scary. And he's like, he's like one of, he's like, he swears off all yeah, I mean, you know? yeah, like I said, there will be some jump scares, but most of the time, not it's not scary. It's just that it's intense and it's very. Right. You're like, um, they they have one of these new, uh, enemy types called shamblers. <clears throat> they're they're I think they're also blind. They're like these bigger kind of like bulbous kind of weird looking like uh-huh. again to, to call back. They look like grimace kind of. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and they're kind of walking around, and I guess they get next to you when they explode, and they explode these like acidic spores on you, and uh-huh. if you're exposed long enough, it'll. Just, kill you it'll burn you alive well, so that's know. like a new enemy type and there's one other enemy type that i haven't come across yet that i've heard are uh, it's pretty intense also but it pretty oh. much it just come out of nowhere and they just there's no <clears throat> i guess signs of that they're coming up they just kind of show up but yeah no the game's pretty awesome like i said the detail, details great the story's really good it's intense um yeah i'm like i'm about a little over 10 hours into the game nice. and they said uh, yeah if you're explore, if you're exploring a lot it'll take you 25 to, uh, around a tw- little over 25 so um, yeah, I'm like maybe less than half, halfway done. Cool. But no, yeah, it's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to listening to all the spoiler casts they've been doing, uh, right. all over the place uh, with the cast and with the directors. <clears throat> There's a lot of controversy, I guess, with people. Like as always, like they're, they're 
unhappy with some of the story uh, choices they made. Yeah, but... I saw I saw that. I, I saw like I didn't see why. No, yeah, people I'm trying to stay upset, away from it too. I saw like the people were upset about something. Yeah, like the was... biggest um, <clears throat> thing going on in these this whole weekend is I guess Laura Bailey, which she does. Her name's Abby. She's like the the other uh, female lead you see in the trailers. Uh-huh. Like I, I don't uh-huh. know who she is just yet, uh, but they're saying that. Um, I guess I know something about her where they've been actually saying threats to the voice actress uh, Laura Bailey she yeah. voiced her uh-huh. and she's been getting a lot of flack online and even like, so far as like Naughty Dog put out this uh, statement saying hey we don't tolerate you know people coming after our cast and our so and so and like it's not cool and I don't know like you always said like a lot of people are too entitled and they they, yeah, they, silly. they feel too entitled and yeah stupid. it's ridiculous people get so worked up over a video game like we understand you know I feel like with anything i saw my wife this a couple days ago i was just like i feel like with with social media and stuff now like anything that has a lot of hype behind it or just a ton of like a huge fan base uh-huh. there's always going to be people who like take it too far like if something doesn't go the way that they think it should go like like star wars for yeah. example you know like when something when last year i came out people were upset like because the director took a took a different turn or whatever and it's like well not what people wanted it to be it's just yeah. so stupid like just let it be man it is what it is and it's just ridiculous so I'm sure with this game like I didn't really I didn't play the first one all the way through mm-hmm. but I know that a lot of people really really held this first game in such high regard right and um, I just think that like you said people feel entitled to something but it's like dude just accept it for what it is they didn't have to make a second game and it didn't have to be as good as it is and yeah, because even the director said, like, hey, we won't ever do a second game unless the story makes sense. And there's a, they feel like there's a purpose for it to exist. And, yeah, I guess they found uh, found something that is a story worth telling. And they say it'll be worthwhile to play through the game and see what they, what the story, see the story that they want to tell. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping that, uh, I, I, I don't think I'll be getting Ghost of Shima at launch uh, after all because I'm still working to this. Right. But, um, yeah, definitely like to... I'll probably wait for it. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure it'll be fine because there's already reviews going on in progress. But yeah, I'm just. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. But I'm still gonna hold out for reviews. And in the meantime, it'll give me time to finish uh, Last of Us too. I'm probably gonna get it launched just because I feel that that's something that's up my. Yeah, and then eventually uh, they're adding multiplayer to Last of Us. Uh, they said it's gonna be its own separate thing. I don't know if it'll be a separate purchase or just an add-on to this uh, to the main game. But yeah, they said uh-huh. it's in the works. So. There'll be reason to come back to it maybe on PS5. Uh-huh. Nice. So, yeah, I Last of Us. Um, I I haven't played it yet, but I think I told you I picked up Max Payne 3. We were talking about it recently where I've uh-huh. been I've wanted, wanted to play forever, and yeah, I got it on sale on, on Steam sale for like 7 bucks. Yeah, Steam sale. Dude, Max Payne 3, ahead of its time. <laughs> that game was ahead of its time. Yeah, because uh, yeah, some of the so shooting good. mechanics kind of is what showed, came, uh, came out on uh, GTA 5, didn't it? They didn't take some elements from it. Yeah, they took some elephants from it, but like when you actually, but like Max Payne, obviously Max Payne Three is just a game that's pure shooting. You right, know, there's right. Nothing else to, so it's really fine tuned and shit. But it's such a good game. Yeah, it's, it's way ahead of its time. And and not I didn't play that much of it, but uh, have you heard about the new battle royale um, hyperscape? I think I saw somebody posted on Twitter. It's the one that's like uh, like at least. I don't know if this is what the whole game is, but like somebody was there jumping around pretty like anti gravity, like just kind of floating around all the place. Something like that, yeah. So um, I actually got into the beta for it. <clears throat> so the way you get into it is if you follow streamers that have drops enabled on it, if it is, um, uh-huh. sometimes you have to have it connected to your Ubisoft account. 
but okay. uh, I ended up getting uh, watching a guy I know, and I got it yesterday, like two days ago. So I downloaded it and I played it today, like maybe fifteen minutes of it. Is it on PC? It's on PC. Yeah, I think it's supposed to come out for um like uh, for everyone later this month. It's supposed to be free to play. Uh, from is out. it for? Is it made by Ubisoft? Yeah, yeah, it's a Ubisoft uh, Battle Royale. <clears throat> so the differences from other Battle Royales, so. It's kind of cool. So you know how in Call of Duty, uh, it's like smoke coming into the end as the world mm-hmm. closes. With this one, it's like the world around you is like deteriorating. So it's kind of like okay. you see these little triangles start to show up, and it kind of like uh, just destroys the world around you pretty much as it closes in. And it, it kind of feels like a mixture of Apex Legends and Crackdown, um, where yeah, you can you can like I don't know if you can necessarily that wall way, run. That way people were like jumping super high. Yeah, so there's like these um, platforms they can um, that'll prop you up, and you can double jump in the game. And there's different weapons. You don't really upgrade your weapons. From one of the reactions I saw, as you pick up weapons, I guess you improve them. So if you pick up like two of the same gun, like it improves it in some way. But the little bit I played was pretty fun. I mean, I'm still not I'm still not accustomed to keyboard controls, right, <laughs> to yeah. just reaching like double ASD. I got it down, but then reaching for like F to pick stuff up and R reload is still a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's not the kind of game that, I mean, I'm sure it's, uh, it, it's probably playable with a controller, but it's such like a fast paced Twitch shooter that mouse and keyboard are going to be, are giving, definitely give you the advantage with those kind of controls. Yeah. Shooters. I mean, anything that's on PC, obviously people have the advantage of being like super accurate, super quick. So that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm never going to try my, yeah. my, uh, luck at a PC shooter because I know I was absolutely wrecked. Yeah, I mean, I've tried Overwatch because I, I mean, I loved Overwatch. I, I got it on PC, <clears throat> and that one wasn't too hard because that doesn't require too precise aiming. Um, but yeah, that one I can gotta get the hang of. But not anything uh-huh. fast-paced like this game is is a challenge if you're not already right. playing that kind of game. Uh-huh. So that's uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing um, on the Switch. I haven't played Touch Animal Crossing like in two weeks. Uh, yeah, the, check the, your out. Check your man, yeah, no, this is like the third Sunday. I haven't bought turnips, uh, so uh-huh. I'm broke. I'm poor right now, dude. <laughs> I'm broke on my island. So yeah, I, I like to get back in now, especially I had to do that. Oh, the, did you get the update with uh, where you can swim? Yes. Awesome. Uh, Game next week I'll download. It. I'll get on it this week, and I'll <clears throat> next time we record, I'll. Well, maybe we'll go swimming in game or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 All right. So yeah, so we got a couple of new stories. We're gonna just go over real quick. So we're gonna go over first the uh, free games for July for PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold. So first off, for PSN Plus, um, the headline on PlayStation blog uh, says, PlayStation Plus July games line up, and a thank you for 10 years supporting PlayStation Plus. Uh, so this uh, says, hi everyone. Wow, it's been 10 years since PS Plus was first introduced to the world on June 29th, 2010. We truly want to thank you all for supporting PSN Plus. He uh, goes into it more if you want to check it out. It's on PS Blog. So the free games starting uh, July 7th, available to August 3rd, are NBA 2K20. And Rise of the Tomb Raider, uh, 20th anniversary celebration. Uh, Rise so, of, I, I actually just beat Rise of the Tomb Raider on Xbox. Rise of the Tomb Raider? Did you like it? I really liked it. Yeah, it was a really cool I've, game. I've held off on playing. I got it on launch and my brother played it, but I still haven't beaten the original, the reboot one, uh, when they did the, the first one. And I got the remastered version on PS4. And I played it. I got it several hours into it, but I'd like to beat it before jumping out of that one. The original... So it's funny that you bring up the original because, and then that one of our topics today is, well, save, what is it, uh, save horror stories? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have something for that later about the first yeah. game. 
Oh man. So. All right. Um. So yeah, those are the two free games for this month, and there's a third one called Erica. So uh, I'll just read a quick excerpt of this one. It says this feature-length cinematic experience merges high-fidelity Hollywood production values with engaging tactile gameplay. Become Erica, a brave young lady plagued with nightmares of her father's murder, with the traumatic traumatic events that have haunted you as a child dragged back into the light of the present day versus grisly new clothes. It's up to you to unearth the shocking truth behind this devastating tragedy. So um, I guess uh, I've heard, saw, I heard that uh, Greg from Kef, like he played this game. And I guess it's the kind of game you play with a, with a paper and pencil. Okay? I guess you're taking notes and you're making references of stuff that happened. So really? it's supposed to be pretty cool. I mean, it might be a cool uh, play for you guys to play with the with your wife and maybe you can like, kind of figure it out together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it sounds like it'd be a fun like co-op game. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and, and there's also a new theme you can download. It's like a yellow wallpaper with a bunch of like I've seen pictures of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Nice. And there's also a graphic on here. Let me see if I can expand it real quick. It kind of gives you like a timeline, and it died on me, <laughs> so it's not loading. But anyway, kind of gives you like a timeline from when it began to one of the first games I got added was Wipeout HD. Uh, <clears throat> then June 2012, they started adding. So, do you remember back when it used to be the instant game library? It was just like a collection of games, and every now and then they, it's pretty much what um, games uh, Game Pass is now, where there was like a collection of games, and they ended up like putting new games in but taking other ones out. Right. And then it changed over to like the two game a month uh, deal for each console. But yeah, I remember it being I, like that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, it says here. I don't remember why they changed it. Yeah, in the first year, they offered 64 games. Um, since launch, they've offered over 1,000 games. Uh, 41.5, 41.5 million users. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so... Yeah, and if you don't already know, you need PSN Plus to play online, but they also have this extra bonus where you get uh, some games you can keep as long as you're subscribers. But yeah, PSN Plus, good deal. Uh, sucks that... Really yeah, and the big, one of the biggest selling points on the PS3 was that it was free. Remember? Yep. Uh, and then... PS4 said, nope, give us money. Yeah, and I, I don't mind. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's something you got to have uh, anyway, but it's it's nice that you get the free, like, you'll get games that you didn't ever really thought about picking up. You know, all right, cool, I'll give it a try. Like, I got Rocket League when it came out. Mm-hmm. When it first premiered, it was a PSN Plus game. Yeah, and that's crazy. Not, not how big, uh, how big it is now. Yeah. All right, and so those are the games for uh, PlayStation, for, uh, <clears throat> for Xbox. Let's see. So they're coming out from available July 1st to the 31st. WRC 8 uh, World Rally Championship. Uh, Dunk Lords, which looks like it's kind of like a NBA Street type game. Uh, and then Saints Row 2. Well, those first two were Xbox One games and then for 360 games. It's uh, Saints Row and Juju, which I've never heard about. Juju. Juju. So you have huh. a description for Juju. Get ready to jump to a new level of adventure. Embark on a dangerous and mystical journey with the shaman panda, Juju, and his lizard, lizard sidekick, Peya. Save both of his father and work. Looks like it's a platformer. I mean, you have, you have games of gold, so you can probably give it a try. I'm going to look that up, because that sounds familiar. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah it's spelled J-U-J-U. Um, did you ever play Saints Row uh, on 360? Uh, I, ne- I, played, dude, I played a demo of the original Saints Row on Xbox 360. That's the only Saints Row I've ever played. That's back, back when I was trying to be like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, because the first two were like GTA kind of clones. Yeah. And then three is when uh, it got weird. Yeah, I never played anything past, like, past the demo. I, I thought it was cool, like, but I never... 
persuaded. Yeah, it was a cool. Like, so it was a. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure there's some people that do have like fond memories of two. Like I said, it was different enough from GTA where like I I can see what they're doing here and it's cool. But yeah, I think I, I also tried like, a demo of two and <clears throat> that was it. But then I tried a little bit of three and that's when it got kind of started doing its own thing. And uh-huh. uh, I guess yeah, it kind of blew up from there with three and four. And then uh, they did have like the president. You were the president in it, and the, by the next oh, one, you were like fuck. a superhero, and then. It got it got real crazy. It got real weird. That's how bizarre. <laughs> oh man! <clears throat> All right. Uh, next up, uh, one of the big stories uh, coming up right now is uh, next uh, next gen game pre- uh, game pricing. So mm-hmm. so um, this is coming from the Mer- uh, the Verge. Uh, the headline is NBA 2K2's <clears throat> 2K21's PS5 and Series X versions will cost sixty nine ninety nine, hinting at next gen price jump. So I'll just read a little bit of um, first paragraph. It says, uh, 2K Games has announced that it'll sell next-gen PS5 and Series X versions of the upcoming 2K21 game for $69.99, a $10 increase to the current-gen Xbox One and PS4 versions of the game. And it's the first indication of the Series X uh, and PlayStation 5 maybe bringing a price increase from the standard $60 price point that major video games have had for sold at years when they ride this fall. So they kind of gave like a breakdown of the different price points it's going to have. So they're still going to sell the current-gen version for... 60 and then they have like standalone next gen version for 70 then there's a bundle you can buy for 100 that i'll have both so they won't be offering the the free up upgrade to next gen like a lot of other developers are but yeah and it's the same first time we're hearing anything of any kind of price point for next gen games so i guess i guess the main topic here is uh do you think it's due for time for games that go up from the 60 dollars price point they've had since last gen or two gens ago now pretty much i mean yeah, because when's the last time games were fifty bucks? PlayStation Two, PS Two, and uh, the Wii had them during the three sixties and well, the PS Three. But yeah. Um, yeah, like main like main generation games like Sony and Xbox. Yeah, uh, PS Two era. Man, it's really been that long, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess over time, as as game production goes up, like the quality of the games, I guess. Right. It means that they can make better quality games and they need that extra ten dollars and I guess so be it, you know? Right. But um yeah, I, I don't know. It just kinda of, it's kind of um crazy to think that games are gonna be seventy bucks each. Yeah, I mean since I mean if even adjusted for I mean I wouldn't I didn't check to see how much it'd be, but I mean adjusted for inflation, I mean <clears throat> games then I don't know, well compared yeah, I mean, to then. Back then like I mean I know, I remember you told me like didn't you get, like, Street Fighter? Like, for Super Nintendo back in the day? Yeah, like I mean, I've, I've heard it discussed a lot on podcasts where back in the day when it used to be cartridges, um, uh-huh. yeah, the cartridges were obviously way more expensive to produce. And even then, like, back in the NES NES era, uh, companies, developers were only giving an X amount of cartridges to actually print. So you would always hear about these uh, developers making, releasing games under different names. Still them, but it'd be, like, under, under different names. Like one of them was like, if you remember Hudson Soft, I think was one of yeah. them. I think uh, I think they were Square Enix. They were under uh-huh. they were really Square Enix, but because they this gave them the ability to like release more titles under that name. Because yeah, because they were only limited uh, limited uh, to an X amount of actual physical cartridges uh, to print out. But yeah, I remember back then there wasn't really a set price for games. Uh, I remember having Street Fighter Two. My mom always brings it up when I was little. I got it for my birthday. So like, oh, the game was like eighty bucks. And you regularly heard of yeah, cartridge games going for that much. Like, do you ever look up game prices for Neo Geo ca- uh, cartridges? Dude, those are super expensive. Yeah, they were like two hundred. If I'm not, if I'm not, if I remember correctly, yeah, they were several hundred dollars. 
That's nuts. That's that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So like once uh yeah once they like D- uh, games were starting to print on DVD like PS one and uh, well PS one was CDs but PS two was DVDs. Yeah, they started. You kind of started seeing on like a more normalized pricing structure, like around fifty bucks. And then yeah, three sixty PS three gen generation was sixty uh, stuck at sixty. This last gen was stuck at sixty. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, it's costing a lot more money to make games now. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you got to think about all the stuff that goes behind making games now. I mean, like, think about the quality that you're getting out of um, Last of Us Two. Yeah, right. All the production value that's gone into that, hiring actors, hiring, you know, all the the technology that goes into making the game look as good as it does all the time and hours. I think maybe that they can justify, you know, especially with the, yeah, with the next gen, with the quality of, uh, like, graphics and stuff right. that, that needs mm-hmm. to be made. Uh, I guess, yeah, like, the, the $10 difference, it has to be done. It sucks. Like, yeah. not for the, for the consumer, I'm like, oh, man, I guess ten dollars more. Yeah. But in the end, I mean, I'll just wait for games to go on sale anyways, and usually they'll drop down pretty cheap. But Yeah, because uh, since they were... Um, I mean, yeah, since it was a whole like, um, it's a whole separate topic. But back when, uh, when when GameStop was kind of well, I mean, it's just not as big anymore. But the whole price, mo- uh, the whole business model was making money off used games. And as people know, you know, developers, publishers don't see any of that money from resales. So they started kind of like adding transactions, extra transactions to games. Like, if you remember back in the day, they used to have online passes for pre-owned games where you couldn't play online if it was pre-owned. You had to buy. The, the uh-huh. access to online for like 10 bucks uh-huh. and there was a whole thing with microtransactions microtransactions and real quick I looked up an article it was from 2015 but it's still pretty relevant from uh, website game rent so it kind of breaks down like with a $60 game where all that money goes to so this is what it says so for every $60 video game sale we estimate that roughly $27 go to the publishers that'd be like Ubisoft for instance Activision $15 goes to the retailer GameStop, Target, other stores. Seven dollars each goes uh, to returns games that don't sell, and the platforms such as Xbox. And remaining four dollars go to distribution and cost of goods. So out of the sixty dollar game, the people making it only can see about twenty seven dollars, less than half of it, pretty much. Hmm. So that's but pretty. I mean, you gotta multiply that times however many. And you do, you gotta hope that the game sells. Sometimes. Yeah, and that's if it's successful. Yeah. Yeah, for the big for the big first party games. Again, it has to be. Uh, I, not all first-party games are lucky to make it, you know. But I mean, let's just talk Sony God of War or uh, Last of Us, right. Uncharted, something like that. Ghost of Tsushima probably sell a ton too. You know, it's just it, when it comes to that, they'll sell. But not everyone's as lucky. Yeah, and that's why it's a lot. See, and for them especially, it definitely benefits them to start focusing more on digital. I mean, that's why you're seeing a digital-only model PS5. Because they do make, they are gonna retain a lot. I mean, they cut off all those, all the middlemen, and you know, make a lot more, keep a lot more of the sales, and invest it back into their, <clears throat> to their studios. So, yeah, um, and I'm, I wonder how much. Well, no, it'll be, it'll still be sold the same, I guess, digitally. It'll be seventy bucks. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, and one of the reasons I've, I've read about, uh, read up on is why they don't already sell games for less, is because it'll kind of, like, not, kind of, it'll kind of piss off the um, brick and mortar stores. They'll, they can just turn around and say, all right, well, we're not going to carry your console anymore because they're still relying on them for now to carry, mm-hmm. uh, sell the consoles and sell their games. But, I mean, right, in, right, in right. time, you know, that's <clears throat> that's probably going to go away and they will be able to set, like, different uh, different price points for games. I mean, you're still seeing games that got four, come out at 40 
but they're still considered not like the full triple A games or, or like what's called like double A games. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the big ones in recent years was the uh, Ratchet and Clank. That came out right. at, at forty bucks. Right, but now Insomniac is Sony, right? Like that's a Sony studio. Yeah, yeah, Sony. <clears throat> now under, they're under Sony now under uh, their uh, PlayStation Studios uh, name. Mm-hmm. And I looked up kind of like the trends uh, recently of digital game sales. Let me bring up the tab real quick. Uh, yeah, it kind of breaks down uh, in uh, physical versus digital in the last couple of years. So I'll just look at the last three years. But actually, it only shows me up to 2018. So in 2016, uh, game sales were 26% physical, 74% digital. 2017, 21% physical versus 79 digital. And in 2018, 70% physical. 83% digital. So, you, yeah, you are seeing more of a trend on the digital side. People are kind of um, investing in embracing that more, <clears throat> more so than they did before. But like, for example, in 2013, it was 46% physical, 54% digital. So, I, dude, it, I, like, I buy straight digital for PS4 now. I, like, I don't know. I hope that, uh, like, my library will carry over. That's the biggest thing. So I hope my library will cover uh, carry over to PS5. Are you still? I mean, you're still gonna keep your PS4, or are you gonna sell it? To yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, no, I'm gonna keep one of them. I have a couple of them for for the game club. Right. I might trade one in for the for the PS5. Uh-huh. But um, uh, yeah, it, it's just kind of silly that it'd be it'd be really silly to think that um my PS4 games won't be able to carry over. Yeah, I mean, they've said it's backwards compatible, so I mean, I'm hoping that applies to digital purchases also. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. with <clears throat> with the architecture being different from the PS3 due to the PS4, that was their main reason saying why it wasn't backwards compatible and neither were the digital downloads. But, um, I don't know, hopefully they found found a way for it to work on the PS5. So that, I mean, if you have a big enough library, <clears throat> you'll be able to bring it with you. Yeah. And, I guess we'll see, but they still get to really give those details. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, sure, there's still, I mean, not even that much time left. What between they, they're saying uh, November holiday season, which I'm guessing. Uh, I, I don't think Xbox said it either. I, originally, <clears throat> I remember in a reading that they actually had uh, an ad printed where it said um, around Thanksgiving 2020. Mm-hmm. So and now it's just been changed to holiday. So maybe they're kind of still. Having to decide on a set date to release it, but you gotta uh, um, guess it's gonna definitely gonna be before Black Friday. You would hope so, man. Yeah. And like the thing is that we're supposed to—I don't know—we're just waiting to see what's up with this. Yeah, by now and they would have taken pictures. Microsoft's supposed to have their presentation this month, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. This, um, yeah, it's July. July. It's so I mean, oh, in July. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're playing like a game like they're waiting for somebody to say something like okay it's coming out this and then we're gonna sit you know but it's like dude you can't keep doing this back and forth and then tell us like a week like a month before like okay it's coming out this day somebody's gonna say some, something you know yeah, by cause, now yeah cause I mean uh, that's, I, and the thing is Microsoft it, can't wait too long either because if Sony gives up their price point cause they have the two yeah. consoles and then right. if they wait too long to announce something people are gonna go well I guess I'm gonna pre-order this one since these guys haven't told mm-hmm. me give me a price yet right 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 and um, yeah, with all these rumors now, like of um, okay, so there's the PlayStation Five, then there's the digital version, uh-huh. all digital version, then there's the Series X, and then there's the like I guess specs have gotten about the Series S. Are we talking about this or yeah, this yeah, we can, the... yeah, we can. I wasn't, uh, I, I didn't include it, but yeah, we can. Uh, I, I read up the and series, off on it to talk about it. Yeah, yeah the Series S, where it's supposed to be a little bit weaker, I think, right than. I've read the main difference is that it just won't do 4K. 
it won't do 4K. Yeah, which like is, it, it's very similar to 1440p. It's still going to be fast, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be getting the visual fidelity that you're going to get out of the PlayStation Five or the Series X. Right. Yeah, right. that's what it seems like. It. Yeah. And then, and then there's now a rumor that Microsoft has a third console. Like there, I read this today that there was something like another uh, code name got leaked, and it was like the, the Xbox something. I forget what it was. Called. I don't think I read that one. Is... Yeah, there was something today that I'm gonna look it up right now. But there is the uh, let's see. Because like before this, the, <clears throat> the rumor not rumor, but I guess uh, one of the, like in predictions they were saying there might be a third box that's streaming only for their uh, XCloud streaming service. I might just do that, where it'd just be like a cheap set top box, like a Chromecast uh-huh. or whatever. That'll just do handle streaming uh, and uh, not do like physical downloads or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Xbox. Uh, yeah, so the Series X and the second one we mentioned was the Lockhart, which is supposed to be yeah, the uh-huh. not as powerful, but still uh, apparently more so than the PS5. But and then you're checking up that that third one. Yeah, there was something. I forget what it's called, man. But I just saw it on Twitter today that there was like a rumor and so some article that got out um but it was a different code name it was like what what are you huh. talking about there'd be a third one too and if that's the case microsoft is just like what the hell are you doing dude like who cares about that yeah i guess they just want to cover the bases and just give a price point like an option for an, en- an entry point for multiple uh, price points i guess because mm-hmm. they, really all they want people is, they, what they want to do is get people into their ecosystem to because they are making probably more uh, money from the game pass from the games with gold just from subscriptions, yeah. just from subscriptions, and that's what they're banking on to get um, get people on board. Yeah. Um, I can't find it, but I'll, if I find it, I'll have to send it to you later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd like to read up more on that. <coughs> he, yeah. I, um, I I don't know if that's like telling of like if they have a third one, like it's telling about like I have a feeling the Series X is going to be expensive, like really expensive. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know if it's going to be like six hundred plus. I think I, I think you're right. I think they're gonna put that up there for the hardcore, for the ones that like, I think it's okay. Fun. I want yeah, I want, like, I want the best of the best, and then they're gonna give, yeah, like I said, something a little bit more affordable for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, and they put that thing out like, if Microsoft they they're touting like keep saying from, shouting from the rooftops that the Series X is the most powerful console in in the world, whatever. It's the most powerful. It's the most powerful, and then they come out and say. It's seven hundred dollars, dude. They're gonna be like, people are gonna be like, what? Like this is, and then if I and then they have the the second console that's maybe as powerful as a PS Five. Uh-huh. That's the same price as a PS Five. That's like, dude. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still gonna choose a PS Five over that because I just like the games on on, on PlayStation right now. Unless Microsoft comes shooting with like some really crazy games that I've never seen. Yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit last time where. I mean, they do they do have some classics that they can bring out and just make <clears throat> new versions of and they or reimagined versions of and like Perfect Dark is one of them. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, maybe like a, ba- a new Banjo Kazooie because since they own Rare, maybe they can. Uh, not Banjo. Wait, no, that's still be Nintendo. I doubt. I doubt it would happen. Ben, no, Banjo Kazooie's uh, uh, Rare. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You're right. You're right. Because yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking because they were in Smash. Like well, it's like Nintendo, but yeah, like I said, Rare may put out Rare, but the Microsoft only, owns Rare. The only so. property that um, Microsoft can't get that um, Rare made is Donkey Kong Country. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean that one That's makes the only sense. One, but, yeah. but 
Bungie Kazooie, yes, it, it can absolutely be put on, on Xbox because, um, yeah, I think, I think the remaster came out before, like, Nintendo and... Yeah, because the remaster for Banjo-Kazooie, there was one on Xbox 360. Uh-huh. And that was that was years ago. Years ago, before Nintendo and Microsoft got all buddy-buddy. Uh-huh. So. Man, and you see that there was, like, they registered the trademark for Fable? Like uh, I, I did hear about that, man. I had forgot all about, forgot all about Fable. Yeah, I played well, a little uh, bit of Fable too. Like, uh, I like it was Fable fun. I, I, it was cool. I beat Fable too. I really liked Fable too. Yeah. But um, yeah, they let all these franchises kind of like wither away, and then um, yeah, they just—I mean—they they always banked on Halo and Gears of War, and I guess to some extent Forza. But yeah, they had all these games that just sitting there that they need to get back on the back on back on the bench. Yeah, they let Sony, let, you know, build this library, and <clears throat> like everybody knows, like, oh, it's a PlayStation first party game. That's that's gonna be good. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, they just need they just need that right now. They need that win. <laughs> they need to put, uh, get these uh, all these uh, studios they acquired to start putting out uh, stuff. And another another topic that came out, and it's, it'll be just be a quick discussion. But uh, so you know how movies usually get yeah, like a like uh, at a Hall H Comic Con every year. They announce a movie, and it's like a couple of years away. Do you right. think they should for Xbox? Do you think they should do that for their games? Since right now, what you're trying to do is get people hyped for it, and usually wait like a year or two before you announce a game coming out but what if they did like this thing where they just did a tour where they just, okay we're putting all these out without the next five years let's say mm-hmm. so you know what's coming so you, and there's always the talk of saying oh they got no games you know but if they were to make this lineup of like announcements of games coming out you think that would benefit them to do something like that uh, I so, don't know man it, yeah. it's like if you, like if they announce a game and it's like five years off, three years off, that's a yeah. long time to wait. Just be like, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah, like something so, similar to like Nintendo did with Metroid. I mean, it, it's it's it was kind of messed up that they had to start over, but they announced it pretty early on. But just mm-hmm. knowing that that's on the horizon, would you want to know, or would you rather have it be like announcement and it's out within the next two years? Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I'd rather just it be like, hey, this game is coming out within the next year year and a half like max yeah yeah. It, if you make it way longer than that and usually think about Sony I'm trying to think how long it was between God of War I think God of War was two years right they announced yeah, 2016 yeah, it was, came out yeah I think it was maybe I want to say it was delayed a little bit I mean they I think most first party games have been delayed but yeah. it wasn't by much and it's usually within two years that they get announced that they get a release <laughs> well last of us they get pushed back but that's something else but uh, I mean, I, I I bring that up mainly because <clears throat> so just to get people invested in in the Xbox, just so they know, hey, if you come over with us, we got these games on the horizon that we're working on, instead of being left yeah, wondering what am I investing in. Yeah, I, I you know when you say it that way, yeah, I guess that would be pretty good for them to at least let it be known that these games are coming. Yeah, like these fran- we're working on these franchises, so invest in our console. For sure, yeah, because uh, right now, so they're. I mean, we're no, we're in the minority. I mean, we're the hardcore. We're like, oh, like Xbox Game Pass is cool, but you've already played most of the games. For the majority of people, they haven't, and for them, it's an attractive um, investment for them. Mm-hmm. Like they may have missed out on all the games, and then for like a couple of bucks a month, they they have this whole library of games they can they can uh, play on the on Xboxes. Yeah, Game Pass is a great value. It's awesome. Yeah, I had it on PC for a little bit, but um, since this. Uh, I still want to get an Xbox One S just to have it, but even then, like realistically, I'm never gonna touch it. 
So <clears throat> maybe now that I'll have this next uh, de- PC coming up, maybe I'll get it again. Because I, d- I have always wanted to play um, Sunset Overdrive. That's the one game where I kind of oh, been. Oh, yeah. I do, have it on, I do have it on Xbox. Yeah, and like people don't know, you know, Insomniac made that, and then he went on to make Spider-Man. And oh. uh, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It kind of reminds me of like the rail writing in uh, Bioshock Infinite. <coughs> it reminds me a lot of Jack Ryan Radio. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. And but yeah, so we have video games. Uh, yeah, maybe going up in price according to NBA 2K. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see. And the last story we have is just the top 10 selling video games for uh, May. So at the end of the month, um, MPD puts out a list of the top selling games for the month. Uh, it's, it's I guess the ones for June haven't come out yet, so I have on hand the ones for May. So uh, starting at number 10, uh, it was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, <clears throat> number nine was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Eight Final Fantasy VII Remake. Seven Minecraft still holding on. That game's never going away, man. Minecraft at number seven. Yeah, that always be a top selling game. Yeah, and it went up last month. It was ranked at eleven, and it's at seven right now. Hmm. It was probably renewed interest since that new Minecraft Diablo type game came out. Dungeons was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe Dungeons like a Diablo style. Yeah, so maybe that like piqued people's interest. Like, oh, let's check out what this Minecraft's about. Uh, and then number six, uh, Red Dead Two. Last month it was at number ten. This month it's at six. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is at number 5. NBA 2K20 at 4. Animal Crossing New Horizons at 3. GTA 5 still at number 2. And uh, number 1, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So they're always at number 1. But mm-hmm. man, Any surprising games on that list still selling really well in May of 2020 for you? Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> yeah, that game's, that game's always yeah. on the list. That game's always on the list. It's always like in the top 5. That game is never going to go away. And now they're even bringing it, what, to... PlayStation Five, yeah, yeah. So, um, like, and I <clears throat> so it's like that game's never gonna die. I don't know what what the plan is, like what Rockstar's plans for like Grand Theft Auto Six, but yeah. like it seems like there's some keep making money off of Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh man, yeah, that game's just made printing money, just online especially. There's uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, uh, Red Dead Online didn't really take off as much, like as I think as much as they would have liked to. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because you're really limited by the time. You know, time period. Yeah, you can you can add a bunch of stuff in, but uh, you, you can't. It's not like Grand Theft Auto where you can add all this futuristic shit and there's tons of new cars every day. It's like okay, yeah. With uh, um, uh, Red Dead, it's not like you can give a bunch of horses and stuff. You yeah, know? I think so, if they ever want to just like make a lot of money, what they need to do is do a tie and went Back to the Future Three and then just introduce the DeLorean, like a storyline where it's just Marty and the Doc. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Oh man, that'd be pretty rad. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh my goodness. And <clears throat> yeah, that's those are the top uh, selling games in May. And I wasn't really going to include this last story, but just um, if you want to say anything about it, um, you heard about Evil uh, Evil Twenty getting canceled. I heard about it getting canceled. Yes, and I heard that there were like allegations against. The, yeah. So like the, the <clears throat> CEO or the founder or whatever. Yeah, like it happened suddenly. Like from Thursday <clears throat> midday, there was all these like. Rumors going around, like not rumors, but like stuff was happening where just like um, companies were dropping, like Bandai Namco was dropping out, and then uh, Nintendo made, put out a statement. But I'll just read the headline real quick from Engadget that said, "Evil 2020 canceled after co-founder abuse allegations." So event co-founder Joey Quaylar acknowledged the claim on Twitter. <clears throat> so this is a statement put out by Evo it says, "Over the past 24 hours, this was posted July 2nd. Over the pa- past 24 hours, in response to serious allegations recently made public on Twitter." We made the first of a series of important decisions regarding the future of our company. Effective immediately, 
Joey Quayle will no longer be involved with Evo in any capacity. We're currently working towards his complete separation from the company and have relieved him of all responsibilities. Um, so they kind of go on to say um, he's been dismissed. That's where it says progress has happened overnight. Whether without the bravery of those who speak up against his conduct and injustice. We're shocked and saddened by these events. Um, but yeah, if you want to read more about it, check out Evo's uh, Twitter post. So within the last like several weeks, if you've been keeping up on it, there's been a lot of um, like people going up, calling out um, like sexual abuse allegations and just all, all the stuff coming out from the fighting game community, from um, games industry even. Um, all stuff's been having coming out, and like there's also been stories from like XIGN people that were doing yeah, some some like scandalous nuts. stuff. So it's pretty crazy. I mean. Yeah, it's sad, man. It's sad that that uh, this stuff happened to these people, and I feel for them. And I, um, you know, I, I I totally support that for sure. Uh, that they're doing all this stuff, canceling Evo, and that people are backing out because you know it's wrong. It's wrong what a lot of shit that goes on and kind of gets swept under the rug. And I'm glad that people are speaking up now and standing up for things. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it sucks that they have to like, <clears throat> I mean, essentially relive that stuff by telling the story. But yeah, like you said, it's mm-hmm. getting all these like bad people like out of out of power pretty much and that's what they've mm-hmm. very much been using over these people they use their power and their status to like take advantage of people and and yeah and it's uh yeah it's been a good and yeah, even at ubisoft i was reading that uh one of the, yeah, um, one uh, of the directors yeah from uh assassin's creed uh mm-hmm. he got he got um he got named in a in a harassment suit and he got taken off the project and and, uh, and he's the face like I always he's the one that always like talked like when it was um, stuff like when it was uh, what do I say um, whenever they announced a new Assassin's Creed like he was yeah. like the main dude like I, I know I know exactly who it was yeah I have the so. article here let's see it was um, I wonder if it notes who it is yeah uh, Lidwin Sauer his name was he's a, he was a See, uh, projects director. Let me see. But um, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. But yeah, it's, it's nuts. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I see it. It's crazy times, man. But <clears throat> stuff that has to get done to get these people out of there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And oh, and also um, with uh, in with Twitch, like they also been um. Yeah, they went through like a little exodus as well. Kind yeah. Of got rid of a lot of people. Yeah, like Doctor Disrespect got taken out, and they still haven't said what why. Someone said why, huh? Yeah, I mean, it must have been something pretty serious for it to just... I mean, there was probably some kind of, like, meeting between the two where it's just either, either an investigation still happening or they made them leave and then they in the and in return they said, oh, we won't, you know, put out, like, what happened. But eventually it might get out, but, man, it must have been something pretty serious. Pretty serious, yeah. I don't know what it could have been, but, yeah, it's, that's not... And then lastly, uh, yeah, Kanye for president in 2020. <laughs> Kanye for president 2020. Man. Uh, so he, or so he says. I don't know how that's going to work out, but. Yeah, somebody posted a video of an interview from, uh, I want to say it was earlier this year. No, it was, must have been last year. We said, oh, yeah, I'm running for president. And then people laugh, and he's all, why are y'all laughing? And he just put on a real serious face. Oh, man. Uh, Kanye's crazy. <laughs> and there's all these videos, all these memes of, of uh, like a, a baseball game. Every time for the national anthem, it's like one of his songs comes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a year, man. 2020. <laughs> Yeah. Barely halfway done, but it's been a. If this was a, if this was a TV show, this season is is crazy. It's been nuts. Oh, yeah. All right, so um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news for this time. Uh, for this episode, 
so what's on deck? What are you going to be playing next? I think you mentioned earlier, but you're going to be playing some more uh, Animal Crossing. More WoW, more Animal Crossing, but then I'm going to check out Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, if you uh, if you do it again in the next two weeks, you probably would have just barely started it. So if you want to give some impressions, then yeah, uh, yeah, you can give them up. Yeah, same deal. I'm trying to get to The Last of Us. I picked up uh, Blood and Truth uh, for PSVR. I really want to get into that one. Blood and Truth. I have it, but I have not played it. I think I told you I have... Uh, I recently... I don't know if I told you or I don't know who I was saying, but I recently bought a t- new TV. I bought it like November, 4K. Oh, yeah. But my PSVR is the old... Oh, like, yeah. We talked about it last time. You need the... the it's, it's the original the unit. Yeah. So it has like the, the 4K battery. I bought. probably uh-huh. might just put the unit the TV in the, in the living room that I have instead and just take it off because not like I need to have the pass through on this TV uh-huh. and just use the PlayStation in the back as my uh, um, your VR uh, setup as a VR TV yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I really uh, like I, I have a TV right now and it's fine but it's not 4K and I feel like I'm missing out playing on Last of Us on non 4K non HDR mm-hmm. man like I really want to pick up a new one but I just I rather I want to see if I can just sell this one for like a little bit and just use that towards a new one. Towards you sell the TV that you have right now towards yeah. a new one. Yeah, because I can sell it for like 130 bucks, 120 bucks. It's a 50 inch TV. It's a regular. Yeah, you 1080. can sell. You can get at least a few, a hundred, hundred, hundred fifty bucks off of it. Yeah, even that it would be enough. I just feel bad. Just yeah, you know, like I, I, I mean, I got it a while back, like two years ago, but still mm-hmm. like. With next gen coming out and with so much for, more 4K content coming out now, it's feels like it's a better investment now than it was uh, when I got this one. Definitely, 4K is the way to go. Once you play in 4K, yeah. you're never going back. You Jesus. can't go back. Goddamn. All right, yeah. So that that'll be my my uh, on on my deck. It's uh, Last of Us, Blood and Truth, and I want to see if next time maybe Luis wants to come on. He's, he's been playing Iron Man VR. Yeah, I just saw that. That just came out last week, right? Uh, yeah, I think on Friday. Come on the third. Yeah. Try it out, man. Like, like I said, my VR has been sitting here, and I, I want to really play it again. There is a demo for it if you want to try it out. I'm going to try it. I'm going to check it out. Don't try out the demo for Spider-Man. That made me very dizzy right away. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, because you're pretty much using the the move controllers as your left and right hands. So when mm-hmm. you shoot, you pull it, and it's very jarring. <laughs> it's very dizzy. Oh, man. Okay. So at least don't eat anything before. No, I won't. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's it for this week, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Good night. Cool. Good night. See you.